the amazing Morgan from Meta Wellness, so YYC. If you're not following her, do that. Hello, Morgan. Hi. <laughs> wow, I saw you like 10 minutes ago and your hair like looks so good now. We looked like okay before, but damn, girl. I tried. Good job. Good job. You've been a busy, busy woman lately between uh, raising your two girls and doing all the, the mom and wife things and traveling around. We're going to talk about some of the things that you've been building. Yeah. But first, share with entrepreneurs why you started your business. Okay. Um, I started it for mostly because of what I kind of journeyed through. And I just wanted to serve as like a beacon for other women um, who feel like they haven't really been able to live up to their fullest potential because they're generally the one that everybody expects to do everything else for them. So um, I think what happened was more than anything, what highlighted this expectation and the fact that I was of service to everybody else except for myself was journeying through motherhood. And it really highlighted to me that if I continue to please other people and make sure everybody else came first, I and I always came last, there was going to be no space for anything um, that I a wanted, needed, or B, that I felt like I could contribute to the greater community. And so in really going through what it was that had me fall into people pleasing or valuing other people ahead of myself, kind of like working through how I can find my own power and step into it, um, allowed me to then serve from that full cup instead of the empty, drained person that I became and I wasn't serving anybody at that point, right? So in kind of stepping into my power through that self-discovery process, I learned that if filling my own cup helped me serve more people, it helped me be the mom that I wanted to be, the spouse that I wanted to be, a daughter, etc. It helped me to um, live life by my own expectations versus everybody else's. And I hope that to do the same for other women. So stepping into their power, understanding what their values are, living by their values and their priorities, which essentially will help serve others, but it's flipping the script and the perspective that we've mostly been taught where it's everybody else comes first and then you sit back and when there's time left for your stuff, then you can get to it. But it's, it's a perspective shift that takes some time because there's some conditioning around that. Uh, yeah, so I really think that now is the time where women are being asked to kind of find their power and step into it because as we've seen, there's lots of things going on that require more compassion and self-love. And I think women are gonna be at the forefront of that. So the more women I can help serve to get into um, what, or find their, what really empowers them, the better the world will be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that the words selfish, the definition yes. of what selfish looks like really needs to be, um, I guess just the perspective on that needs to shift. I think for a lot of women, I think we were raised by women in a dip. They, they grew up in a different yeah. era. They were, they were raised and trained to think about, you know, what their role on this earth was in a different way than, and they're putting that on to us. I think a lot of our moms do that to us and they're not doing it because they're mean to us or because they don't love us. It's just, they grew up in a different time. Yeah. How does that word selfish kind of come up? Um, I guess, come into your world or, or like, how is that one of the battles that you're fighting 
through what you do with meta wellness? Yeah, I think it comes up a lot, whether it's conscious or not. We're choosing not to put ourselves first because in the eyes of others, it could look selfish. And going back to what you say, we've been taught that, you know, it's a good thing to put our kids first. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with how things have been done. But what I am saying is that it actually, if you flip the script, it serves your kids better to see that their mom is stepping into her power, is able to, you know, pursue her passions because you're leading by example at every step of the way, right? And so if you're able to really reframe what selfishness looks like for your kids, then they're not going to fall into the same patterns of, well, I'm less important than so-and-so. Because believe it or not, if you're valuing other people and putting them first, then somewhere deep down, you're feeling like they're more valuable than you. Their time's more valuable. Their priorities are more valuable. And if you can at least impart on your children that they are just as valuable and they are enough and they are worth it, that is huge and it will serve them for the rest of their lives, in my opinion. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I love how you, you know, unfortunately, I don't love the way that you, you know, learn these things and the, and the challenges and the pain that you went through. But I do love that you've turned that pain and those challenges into this gift that you're now giving to other women, which is you're showing up, you're telling those true stories, you're telling women um, about your discoveries and the, you know, all the courses you've taken, all the certifications you have, all this knowledge that you've gained around this topic um, of, you know, shifting the perspective from self-love doesn't mean you're selfish. It doesn't mean that you have less to give to others. It actually means you have more to give to others. And that's such an incredible message that you're spreading. So thank you you for doing that. Thank you for creating this business that we call Meta Wellness, which you called Meta Wellness before Facebook and Instagram did that whole meta. (laughs) I did. It's rather unfortunate. And I'm, I'm, yeah, I hemmed and hawed over the name for so long, but I kept getting signs and synchronicities as part of what I teach. And it was just like, this is right. This is right. And then two months later, they did the switch. But anyway, you know, it's... (laughs) It's still a wonderful, it's still a wonderful name, but it is, it is a little bit annoying that meta is now like people's brain goes to like Facebook and Instagram. But um, anyways, that's just a side note that I, for some reason, felt like I needed to mention. But (laughs) one big challenge that you've had in your business, tell us about it. What was it? Um, How did you overcome it in order to stay in business? Yeah, I think the biggest part is um, I concentrated a lot on the back end, what things look like, the website, you know, um, learning, getting certifications, making sure that I was enough to serve people. And I didn't forget about it, but I purposely did not get out in front of people because visibility was a huge block for me, Um, you know. Uh, it's a part of my work, right? Finding my voice and using it. And I had a big block around that. So I think that was my biggest obstacle was trying to um, reassure myself that imposter syndrome is going to happen to everybody, no matter what level you're at. And then just start taking the steps without uh, being worried about what other people think or how other people view your message. And it's just coming back to standing in your power, knowing that what you're here to do is for a reason and it's not going to serve everybody but the people that you're meant to serve are going to obviously come and hopefully get magnetized towards your message because you're actually getting out there and and speaking your truth (laughs) right right 
Yeah. And I know like when we first started chatting and we got to know each other, it was while you were still in that phase of, I need more knowledge. I need more knowledge. And you, you know, you were constantly increasing the knowledge that you had so that you could better serve um, your niche audience. But you weren't necessarily, like you said, getting out there enough. And that was one of the things that I instantly, you know, was pushing you to do. I was like, okay, well, I don't see your face at all on Instagram. <laughs> like, all I see is a bunch of like stock images and stuff. And I was like, you're a freaking gorgeous woman. And even if you're not like considering yourself to be a gorgeous woman, you've got to be the face of your business. Yeah. Like you're the person we're hiring and we're buying. And so I just loved how, you know, instantly you were just like, yeah, I know I'm going to do it. And you just did it. You just got right at it. And you've been making so many amazing changes. You've been meeting so many new women who need you because you've been putting yourself out there more. So huge applause and just congratulations to you for, for really getting out there. Um, but I guess my question is, um, how did you kind of pull yourself out of that phase of, I'm not quite ready. I don't have enough knowledge. Yeah. I need another course or two. Like, how did you make that transition into really just getting yourself out there and saying, I'm not taking any more courses. I'm not doing any more learning. I'm just going to, you know, put this knowledge into my business yeah. and get going. Thank you. Yeah. It, it kind of two step. I will, I'll just walk you through how it worked for me. So more than anything, it was, okay, just start. Like, just take that action. Don't overthink it because I have a tendency to overthink. And the overthinking came from looking at the big picture. I wanted to make a big impact. I want to help a lot of people. And that can be overwhelming when you're just looking to take the next step, right? So I don't need to be all over everybody's Instagram, but I needed to at least post a picture of myself or introduce myself. And it's in kind of taking it back and having a big picture of what my things might look like a few years down the road, but what does the next quarter look like? And breaking it up into chunks. So more on the practical side, it was, okay, what can I do this quarter, this month, this week to just start taking action and getting out there and sharing my message? Um, yeah, and then the other one is just like not looking for the perfect thing to say or do and just being real. And we've talked about this a lot. I think authenticity is the best thing, and that's what I preach, right? I preach just step into your own authenticity. So why I was looking for everything to be perfect, I don't know, because that goes against exactly what I want everybody else to do. But you do, I think you shine a lot of light on every step and, and action you take in your business, and that can be discombobulating. So if you can just look to the very next step, which you are very helpful in doing and helping me with, it's like, this is what you need to do, just do this. And then it helps me not taking kicks and just make the move. And I find that the more you take a step, the clearer things become. Right. So right. in taking the action, you can think about it till the cows come home, but in taking action is only when clarity comes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I love that you're, you know, we, I think we put up a blog post on your website a little while ago about your accent is your superpower or your, what, what was it called in your accent is your... <sighs> God, yeah, secret weapon, secret weapon. Yeah. I can't remember what we what we said, but um, that's one thing about you. You have this really unique sounding voice. You're really like I love listening to you. We're going to talk a bit more about the free gifts that you have for women. One of them we'll just you know talk about now because we're on that topic of your voice. It's that 21 day meditation challenge, and oh my gosh, I love those meditations. I love just you have that gift. You have that gift of. Um, the way that you speak, it's so calming yet energizing at the same time. I don't know how that 
happens, but it totally is that way. Um, so just the fact that you built, you know, that 21 day meditation challenge for women and you've got these other things we're going to talk about. Um, yeah, you've just been given or you've been doing so much creating and, you know, creating from the heart. And um, I think you're just pumping out really high quality work faster because you are, you're just like, I'm not waiting anymore. I'm not waiting for things to be perfect. I'm just yeah. doing it. Like you said, just start. You're, you're, you're not only preaching that you're, you're doing it. And I think that's so fantastic. So good job. Thank you. And with your help. And I will say one other thing is like a lot of that not second guessing and that just taking the next step comes, comes down to trust. Trust is a big thing. I mean, trusting yourself, trusting what the next right move is, trusting where your gut being guided or what your path is. And so if we can sit more with ourselves, which is why I found the meditation challenge extremely helpful to others, mm -hmm. is that it allows you to just at least corner away five to 10 minutes to yourself. So you can move inward really start to understand those inner workings so that you can start, you can come into the world more present, more understanding of what you need, more understanding of what your next right step is. So yeah, trust is a big part of it. Yeah. I love that you mentioned trust because um, the opposite of trust is fear and fear is just such a, it's such a shitty place to be. Let's be yeah. honest. Like it's such it, you know, when people say they're blocked, it's because they have a fear of something. And that's what I love about, you know, your eight week program, which we're going to talk about like what you've built and what you're, you're, you're opening up to women to come into this eight week experience. It's really going to help them identify those blocks and, and those fears and, and move past them into their powerful self. Okay. We're on the topic now. Do you want to talk a bit about your eight week program and like why you created it and what it's going to help women actually do in their lives? Yeah. Oh my gosh okay so there's so much to this but if i can try and put it succinctly so my biggest thing is looking at things holistically so taking a, an approach from you know all layers on all rounds so all aspects of your life you know whether that's finances relationships business whatever it might be um and then also within ourselves holistically looking at the body the mind the spirit right so how do we move through the world what how do you identify right now what roles and hats are you wearing and where does this all come from and so we work through over the eight weeks like it, it will be um like the framework will move around mind body spirit and we'll just start peeling back those layers to really understand how we're driven how our limiting beliefs come up and where they show up where our emotional body sits from day to day how we can really start to move inward to understand who we are and then from that place where we've kind of peeled back and understand who we are how can we rebuild into this vision of what we want for our life right and so we we use lots of modalities because i'm trained in you know energy work and meditation and yoga so i mix ancient wisdom techniques and knowledge with modern day neuroscience so we actually go into like how the brain works and the chemistry and the hormones and, and what's actually going on at a biological level to then move us through that emotional level and that soulful level so we can connect heart and mind we're very much like a head up society this is where overthinking comes in this is where critical criticalness comes in ourselves and others um, and so if we can kind of go back to what that heart is telling you and guiding you our path becomes clearer, our purpose becomes clearer, and we're able to stand in it from a place of wholeness. It's coming back to being whole. There's so many of us that are just so 
disconnected and it's nobody's fault. It's just the way society kind of operates right now. So it's going back to basics at a very basic level, if I want to try and explain it that way. Yeah. Does that make sense? And I love how you said, like you, you said, you know, um, taking the ancient, the ancient wisdom and then connecting that with neuroscience, which yes. is a little more modern. So, um, yeah, you do a great job of kind of connecting that spiritual realm with the science. Um, I've noticed that about about what you do and the things that you've built. Even though I think I think from the outside looking in, a lot of your stuff looks very spiritual and it looks very ancient wisdom and like I don't know, you know, you 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 talk a lot about the chakras and you educate about that and um, a lot of the heart centered stuff. But everything you're doing and teaching and sharing it's it's rooted in science yeah. and and yeah that's that's such a really um powerful way to i guess just put things together and that's what i'm so excited for with this eight week program that you have coming up yeah. so good job for, for building it and for putting it out there it's at metawellness.net if you want to learn more about it um there are limited spots available and it's going to be such a powerful experience like i mean we can't promise results but i feel like anyone Anyone who wants to do anything from, you know, build a business to, you know, boost their career, to be a better mom, be a better partner, be a better friend, um, maybe fix some health issues, maybe become more active, whatever that thing is that you feel like you just can't quite get there. This program is going to help you break through and get there. I'm promising it. Morgan's <laughs> not, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm promising it's it's really like from my heart and I've been wanting to release this program for two years so there's been you know a lot that's gone into it and I do think I think it's transformational but yes. you know I could be biased <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely um and I know from a price point too like it's never going to be this price again this is like because it's your first time running it it's it's never going to be this price again so get in on it, um, kick off your, you know, I think as a parent, we kind of feel like September is the new year because school starts and summer's over. So it's kind of like kicking off a new year in September. Um, so it's the perfect time to be jumping into something like this. So they're going into, um, yeah, I mean, it's not just for moms, but I think for moms, it's the perfect time to start something like this, right? Because we tend to get, like you said, back in the day when you were all about everyone, but yourself, this is the time of year when moms, get really overwhelmed to get pulled into everyone else's stuff and they're not taking care of themselves. And then Christmas rolls around and they've put on 20 pounds and they're miserable and they're doing everything for everyone else. So don't let that happen. Get into the program or at least contact Morgan about, um, you know, if you want to learn more about it at metawellness.net. Um, I have a question for you about your 10 year younger self. So Morgan, 10 years ago, if you could sit down with her, <clears throat> what would you tell her? That is so interesting because I feel like that's a, another person, you know, you know, you you always have roots, but that was pre-marriage, pre-motherhood. And I just felt like, you know, those milestones have helped me grow so much. But what I would say is, can I say two things? Please. Okay. <laughs> so one of them touches on what we talked about already. It's progress over perfection. Sometimes I still have to remind myself of this because if we're waiting for everything to be perfect, that comes from a wound somewhere where you just, you want everybody to like you or value what you have. And if anything, if you're moving through progress and you're making that progress, A, clarity happens and B, you're actually being truer to yourself than everybody else. And that matters more than anything, I think, in this world. And B, it would be 
Yeah. <laughs> um, the second one I would say is don't sweat the small stuff. There are going mm -hmm. to be times where you are going to feel out of control. There are going to be times where actually it's not in your hands and you have no control and you can be okay with that if you allow and surrender. And I feel like that is one of the hardest things to do these days is just allowing and surrendering to what is and being okay with it. You know, <laughs> on many levels, it can be tough. Yeah. But if we yeah. just remind ourselves not to sweat the small stuff and knowing that timing plays a role, knowing that there's other people in our lives that are here to teach us lessons and we can't always have everything look the way we want it, can help you feel a lot more freedom and release in your life versus needing everything to just kind of does tie back to perfection in a way, yeah. right? Needing yeah. everything to feel perfect or look perfect. Or I had a plan. This is my plan. I was going to be an amazing mom. <laughs> and then they taught me more about myself than I could ever teach teach myself, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, yeah, those are my two. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, I love that. And I want to do a little teaching right now. I want you to kind of teach fempreneurs about this whole concept of maintaining momentum in their business because you've been doing a freaking wicked job of it. Thank you. Um, summer is a tricky time. A lot of fempreneurs think they deserve a bunch of time off and they, they'll be able to just pick up the momentum where they left off or they put an event in the calendar and like two people sign up and they feel like that's a sign that they should just back off. And you have like, tell us, tell us all your things about that. Okay. So momentum is a funny thing because obviously you want to use that energy to keep moving forward, right? It is not sustainable to be a hundred percent all the time. So my biggest piece of advice is you need to at least give yourself 20 minutes here a day, you know, like every day, just do something, just do one thing to keep that momentum alive. Whether you so you're not really burning yourself out, you're not trying to go 100%, and then you're at a standstill because you've just tied yourself out and you have no time, and then something happens in the home and you're needed more for your family than, than your job because you are going to be pulled in a hundred different directions. And so, it's how can you square away that time for your business and yourself and still wear the many hats that we're, we, we wear as, as, you know, women and moms. Um, so that would be my number one thing. And then, yes, I've had events and I've only had one or two people. You know, I did, I've done a lot of studying and everybody where they got their start is holding events where one or two people came and you can't let it get you down. I think one of the biggest things for people that keeps them stuck is that fear of failure. For me, it's actually fear of success that's held me back more than fear of failure. But fear of failure is a big thing that comes up and you can't see it as a failure. It is you you've actually in taking action in hosting that webinar for the first time in having people see your content. You've won. You've made progress. And just because one or two people show, especially in the summertime, because like it's busy. Um, how can you look at it from the positive perspective? I know positive thinking, positive thinking, and people are like, yeah, 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 easier said than done. But can you find the one thing to be grateful for that's led you to this moment? Yeah, and I do find, I, yes, awesome, awesome. You've said so many powerful things right there. Thank you, Morgan. People are sick and tired of hearing me saying that, and you said it in a really refreshing new way, so thank you so much. <laughs> I think also it's important to note that when you have those smaller events where two or three people show up, oh, my God, you get to make a million times deeper connection with those Absolutely. people than you would have if you had 10 or 20 people there. And so 
you know, the universe is doing this for a reason. You know, if you're following the marketing steps, which Morgan is, you're doing all the marketing things and you have two or three people show up, that's who is meant to be there. No one else is meant to be there. And really just sitting in that and, and just, I guess, um, accepting it, that that is, that is um, that trust thing. You've really got to trust that those are the people you're meant to connect with yes. and, and not looking at it like, I should cancel this event and let those people know that we're not going to do it because A, if it's a free event and all you have to do is show up on Google Meet, there's no money involved. You're not out anything, right? Your marketing is usually free. It's just a little bit of your time. Um, yeah. And if you're doing it in the park, you did a yoga in the park event, which actually you had a freaking ton of people there. So that's not an example of a small <laughs> event, but you know what I mean? Those kind of events, if you can figure out how to get around people and give them a little taste of your awesomeness and then have something to offer them afterwards, which you're doing such a fantastic job of. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. You're just, you're just literally like the epitome of the Fempreneur success story. I'm so, I'm so honored to be part of this with you, but I want to go back to talking about what you do and how you support women through finding their power and really stepping into that life that they want to be living. Mm -hmm. Um, what do you have available right now? Like what can we find on your website? If somebody's like, "Mm, I don't know about this eight week program, that's a big commitment. I'm not sure I want to do that, but like, what can they do to kind of sample the awesomeness that is Morgan. Yeah, for sure. So I, um, I'm offering a couple of free things too, just so that there's, you know, no commitment and you kind of get an idea of what to expect or what it's like working with me. So the one is if you are, you know, anywhere in Canada or the world, it's online. It's that 21 day meditation challenge. So it's 21 days of meditations delivered to your mailbox. And I've made it really accessible so it's five ten minutes of your time because you know everybody's busy and i think that's the number one thing when it comes to meditation a i'm too busy or b i don't know how to sit still and calm my mind so you'll learn meditation isn't about that right so it's a really great experience and you can sign up online on my website and then the second free event that i'm hosting this month is a yoga in the park so that will be on august 31st so if you're local to Adrie or calgary or surrounding areas you can come out to that it's in the evening so um yeah you can bring friends family and then uh the last thing is the eight-week program and here we go i have my daughter oh, <laughs> oh we have we have a little person perfect <laughs> this is an example welcome to real life go ahead Thank you for asking. She's asking if she can go on a bike ride with only Nana. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. See, work working from home with children can be okay, right? Doesn't have to be perfect, right? Exactly. I think it's perfect that she came and talked to you during the Instagram live, you know? It makes it so much more authentic. Right? That's what we're going for. And now we have the cat. So <laughs> um, so yeah, so the eight week program is starting on September 25th so it's after the hubbub of the start of September in school and everything we've got a little bit of calming space and then we can start to focus on what you really need right and I know you have limited seats available in that program and I also know you built a really awesome um, like a tool that they're going to get immediately after signing up it's going to kind of get them moving in the right direction before you kick off the program on the 25th Um, is there anything else we want to tell people about that i want you to share a bit of a story in a moment here but is there anything else about the eight-week program no i think that i touched on yeah i think i touched on what what it kind of looks like and will feel like so if anybody has questions they can just connect yeah right so shoot shoot morgan a message here on instagram meta wellness um 
My meta wellness YYC, no spaces, no dashes, none of that. Um, links to everything will be in the show notes for the podcast as well, for those of you listening. So I want you to tell a story about when you came to Canada and just the way you supported your family through that and really discovered some of your power as, um, as someone who helps people through a hard time and helps them see the positive side, it just kind of helps them shift their perspective. Um, so tell us kind yeah. of like life free Canada and then tell us about that transition to Canada. Yeah. Okay. So we uh, were all born in South Africa and it was amazing. We had a super child, amazing childhood. My parents, you know, they've got roots there that go on generations. And you, it was a very tough decision, first of all, for our family to make the decision to immigrate. Um, and, you know, as with every choice, choice point, there's pros and cons. And there were definitely some people in our family that found it harder to wrap their minds around this big change. Um, and then some people that had more energy and um, excitement around a new adventure. Uh, and I think that what it came down to is allowing people to feel what they needed to feel. And I've kind of always been the person that people go to to talk things through or to help find clarity or um, to mediate a situation. And so it's not that I really understood that at that age, but looking back now, I really do. Um, so I would kind of be the person that would go and talk to my dad and, you know, hear what he was processing and working through and then help reframe things or, you know, I don't know, just work through some of the emotional layers of things. And then I would go to my mom and do the same. And everybody had a different viewpoint. Everybody had a different perspective. Everybody was fighting through something different in their emotional body, but it was allowing that then the space to feel that and also then shift perspective and viewpoints to something that would be more positive and helpful for the outlook of the next few years, whatever that may have looked like for our family. Yeah. And so when looking back, it was just, it became really clear to me that being a resource for people to help sort through that mental static that goes on, those emotional layers that people want to just push away and, you know, on any, in any realm or any layer, allow them the space to just sort through that and understand what clarity needs to come through for them was a big part of the move. And we've been here now for 20 odd years and it's for sure our hearts are still in South Africa with our family and we go back and we make the most of it and people have visited us. So it's been a great journey and I think everybody has flourished because of it in, in a different way. Um, but it's allowing yourself the room to move through the pain in order to get to the other side and flourish from whatever lesson was learned in that journey. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> nice. Nice. So your South African accent is uh, still going strong, which I just love. I love listening to you talk. That's so awesome. Um, yeah. Is there, I, I wonder some, I think I mentioned this to you before. I wonder sometimes if that move um, not to put a negative light on it, but I wonder if that move and the, the role you felt you had to fill for your family was kind of the beginning of you really putting yourself out there for everyone else over yourself. Yeah. Do you feel like that was was part of it? Like, yeah. Or that kind of became a habit or almost like a thing that you felt like you were supposed to do? Oh, yeah. And then you live up to that. That's That becomes your identity. And if you're not there for other people, then it's like, well, what happened? where's Morgan? I, you know, not in a negative way, because I do like a part of me 
my esteem was built on it too. Like I am the person that's always there for people, helping them through. And I mean, I'm sure it started way long ago, like when I was even a, a little kid, but um, it's now evolved into a place of, this is still my passion to help people. And I want to be that guiding light or lighthouse for people that feel stuck, but I'm doing it in a healthy way where I'm able to also fill my cup and put boundaries around how much time I, you know, the, the relation, the closer relationships I have, emotional boundaries, physical boundaries around how much I'm available to other people, <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. And I know you recently had a bit of a time where I feel like it was about a month ago where you kind of took on too much and you had a bit of a moment where you were like, yeah. oh shit, this is, I know this, I've seen this before. I need to make some changes like yesterday. And then, so do you want to tell us a bit about what happened and how you kind of course corrected? Yeah, thank you. Thank you for bringing that up because I think what we lack is understanding that the journey is still a journey. No matter how much work you put in, you're still going to sometimes fall back into the old patterns. And so my old pattern is, yes, I can do it. Yes, I can do it. Yeah, for sure. I'll help you. Yeah, of course. I've got time. I don't have time. <laughs> so at some point I need to be like, whoa, actually, I would love to help you. And this is what's the priority. The priority is right now. How can I help you in a way that serves both of us? And I don't put it in that way. But it's knowing, it's catching yourself in those moments of, okay, I'm starting to feel overextended. I can feel my energy's off. I can feel that I, I have missed my meditations for too many days in a row. And I am, I'm like about to burst. And so what do I need to wind back and how do I need to calm so that I can serve from that place of groundedness and security? Yeah. Yeah. And I know you had a pretty full weekend booked at that point and you, you ended up sort of saying no to a few things and... Um, I do that too when I feel like I've hit that wall of like, oh shit, I've taken on way too much. Yeah. And then I'm, and then I'm like, you know, apologizing to people because I have to not show up to the thing I said I was going to show up to. And I really hate doing that because I love being someone that people can count on and I want to exactly. do what I say. But I also love having an inner circle of friends who understand exactly. that if I'm doing that, it's a pretty rare occasion and it's very much necessary exactly. and they don't want the energy of the Lindsay that would have showed up. They don't even want that exactly. there because I would be like, I'd be like, chit, chit, chat, fake smile on and get the hell out of there. Like, what's the point? Like, yeah, no, exactly <laughs> that. I can totally identify. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it becomes a coping mechanism. Sometimes busyness helps us cope. And it's actually scary for some people to take some time and not do and just be. And so it's interesting to work through that with some with some people because that also comes from somewhere. And can you be comfortable saying no? Can you be comfortable allowing yourself the space, knowing that your energy will be off and you're not actually going to help anybody? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think, too, when we when we are in that people pleaser mode, we we are paying so much attention to everyone else and yeah. what they're needing and how they're feeling and what they need from us and what they think of us or what we think they think of us. Cause we honestly don't freaking even know what they think of us. Let's be real. Um, we're so focused on that, that we don't even know what we want or what we're doing. And that's what I love about your program and all the things you do. It really helps people get in touch with themselves and, I think a lot of people are scared of that because yeah. they think they're going to find some things they don't want to find, but no, like, you know, when we think back to ourselves as like three and four year old little girls, those were like very pure, very innocent, very fun, loving and energetic, excited little people. Like that's who we are. Exactly. We're still her. And I love how you help people get back in touch with yes. that. 
Yes, I think that's the number one thing. People are missing that play in their life and everything seems so serious and everything just seems so repetitive. And it's like, if we can just go back, shine a bit of light on the shadow. Don't be afraid of it. What, what, what isn't seen is more scary than what's seen, right? So how can you work through what needs to be seen and get back to that joy, that, that the essence, the state that we are meant to be here living, right? Yeah. Enjoy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know you've got your two little girls in the house and they're probably missing you. <laughs> so I'll let you get back to your day. Thank you so much Thank for taking you. this time to share your wisdom. Cool. Um, make sure everyone get the 21 day challenge. Um, take a few minutes a day for 21 days to spend with Morgan. It's completely free. It's at metawellness.net. If you're living in the Calgary or Airdrie or even Cochrane area, you can carpool with me from Cochrane to that event happening on what day is that again? Of August. 31st of August. Um, and then, of course, the A-Week program is going to be for those of you who are really, really serious and want to actually make some lasting change in your life with Morgan's help. So that starts on September 25th. All right. Bye, everybody. Thank you, Morgan, so much. Thank you. <laughs>